Welcome, everybody, to RV Podcast episode 384. And we are going to talk about repairs that none of us want to have done. The five most expensive RV repairs you don't want to have done. Welcome, fellow travelers. It's time for another episode of the RV Podcast. Answering your questions, sharing tips, suggesting great trips and off-the-beaten-path adventures, and always staying on top of the RV lifestyle news you need to know about with great interviews and inside industry information. Here's your hosts, award-winning journalists Mike and Jennifer Wendland. Hello, everybody. I'm Mike Wendland, and this is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer. Hello. Hello, Michael. Here we are. It's uh, February, and in the cold weather states, if uh, if this is like a normal year, this is when everybody uh, is experiencing the effects of what is known in the north as cabin fever. Yes, it's time for cabin fever, although I was just outside and Blue sky, and it's delightful. It was. I took Bo for a, a dog park around a, a lake at a state uh, recreation area today, and he was just in heaven. So, um, But, you know, the sun's just shining, and it's kind of reminding us of warm weather. And a lot of people in the north are getting ready and planning their RV trips, and, and that's what we want to remind you on. If you're planning, um, you want to make those reservations as far in advance as you can for those campsites you want this uh, this coming uh, RV season. Yeah, because it's almost March, and in the Deep South, the signs of spring are starting to pop up. It, it feels like spring. It, it's time to make those reservations. If you want to go to a certain place, you better get busy and book those spots. Because everything is busy. It's going to um, be really busy this year, yep. just like last year. But traditional campgrounds are not the only places that are reporting record campsite reservations. There's a service known uh, as Hip Camp, which hmm. is a site that allows campers to stay on private land. Uh, and they reported uh, this past week that they saw a 1,500%, 1,500% increase last year in RVers booking outdoor camping spots. Uh, it's pretty cool. They um, allow private landowners to list their sites uh, that they're they're making available for rent to campers. That could be like a rustic cabin or uh, maybe it's a full lot uh, with water and sewer connection or just a place to boondock and dry camp. But um, they market themselves as a uh, as an alternative to a traditional campground. And we'll put a, we'll put a link to Hip Camp in the description below and uh, give it a try. It's uh, it's worth uh, worth checking out. It's an interesting service. I think it's just what everybody needs. Yeah, yeah, it's a big help. Big help. Yeah. So uh, we have a podcast listener named Rick, and he talks about how hard it is to find a centralized site uh, listing RV lots for sale. Yeah, so uh, he sent us uh, a link to a, because I think we mentioned in uh, our Ask Us Anything last night that uh, we didn't know of any centralized place that, that lists them. Now, Hip Camp has some, but he sent us a list of a place called rvproperty.com, and I'll put a link down there. And I checked it out, and yes, it, it looks really promising because they have a map of the U.S. with almost every state uh, searchable, hmm. but when I looked for um, property for sale, RV property, it was really expensive. I mean, I, I would say almost outrageously expensive. 
And then um, most of them were sold. <laughs> so uh, it, it's worth looking. Um, I mean, maybe they're, you know, I don't know where, where they're getting this stuff from, but I mean, we're talking $100,000 for a lot. A lot? <laughs> That's wow. it? Yeah, I mean, crazy. And, and most of them seem to be sold, the ones I spot checked. And I looked in Michigan and Tennessee, because those happens to be the states that we're most familiar with where property is for sale. And it was uh, pretty pretty expensive. You have a tip that uh, we received I this week. I do have a tip. And uh, this tip is from a follower who sent in, I just watched the episode recorded around Labor Day using the Ziploc bags. May I suggest you try the Debbie Meyer green bags for produce? My daughter gave me some, and they make such a huge difference in the time vegetables stay fresh. If you've never tried them, give them a shot. I use Ziplocs often for leftovers and have a collapsible bag holder that makes putting food in them much easier. I think I ordered it online. We appreciate your videos on YouTube and learn something even after full timing for five years so far. Wow. It's Jenna. Well, this is our 10th our year. We're starting our 11th year of the RV Lifestyle. And we learn something all the time, too. Because readers like Jana uh, send us tips and information, and we uh, so appreciate it, like Rick and Jana. Uh, if you've got a tip or a comment or a question for us, you can reach us all the time. Our private email uh, is mikeandjen at rvlifestyle.com, and we would love to hear from you. We really would. And that's such a good tip about food storage, because that's one of the most important things that we have going on out there. We want to make things at home and take it and keep our produce fresh and everything we take fresh. So any kind of tips you have on how to do it better, we're open. We are. All right. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the things that break on an RV, the most expensive ones, and uh, the ones that you don't want to have to pay for. <laughs> so stay with us. We'll be right back after this. Are you tired of overcrowded campgrounds, competing for reservations, paying high fees for sites? Well, ownership is an emerging trend in RVing that might be for you. Jennifer and I recently bought some property just west of Nashville from a great company in Tennessee that specializes in large acreage RV property. They're called Tennessee Land and Lakes. You can check them out at myrvland.com. The scenery and the setting is breathtaking and you own it outright. It's not a timeshare. Your property, your way. You can garden, landscape, bring your pets, your friends. It's big acreage in a private setting. There's high-speed fiber optic internet connection along with utilities. A wonderful place to make your home base. No more calling around for reservations. And it's ready whenever you want to be there. Prices for big acreage start at only $79,900. Plus, you get us as your neighbors. There's financing available and some really friendly staff to work with. Visit MyRVLand.com. That is MyRVLand.com. You'll be glad you did. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborn batteries. Battleborn batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And Battleborn batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. Now in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And they'll probably be the same on your rig too. 
Battleborn battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborn batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. Welcome back, everybody. Time now for the interview of the week. And nobody wants a breakdown of any kind, and especially if it's out of warranty. So let's hear what could happen. Yeah. Um, our interview uh, this week is uh, the CEO of Wholesale Warranties, and they've been uh, an operation that we've referred people to for a long time. Uh, you know, when you when you buy an RV, they'll always try to sell you an extended warranty. And extended warranties can give you really a lot of peace of mind. But the dealer often has a very special relationship with one company, and that's what they're kind of pushing through. Wholesale Warranties is a company we've been recommending people to because you can um, get the best rate from a number of different companies that will match what, what you need for your RV. But the scary part about that is, the, you know, there's a different warranty for the engine if you have a motorhome. Each appliance has a different warranty. You know, sometimes they're a year, sometimes they're two years. And you don't know what's in warranty and what's out, and it can be really confusing. So uh, particularly on a used RV, we always recommend uh, an extended warranty. So our interview is with Jeff Shelton. Jeff is the CEO of Wholesale Warranties. We'll put a link to, to uh, Wholesale Warranties right there. doesn't cost anything to get a free estimate from him. But... I was really curious, what are the most expensive repairs that you can have and what are the ones that you can get covered with an extended warranty? So uh, without any further ado, here's Jeff Shelton. Jeff, thanks so much for being uh, with us, making some time for us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I uh, I love doing this stuff, so uh, what, I'm a fan of your work, well, so I, it's good to be on. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, one of the things that I think folks don't realize is how expensive it can be to have to repair some problems that develop in their RV, whether new or used. So maybe if we look at, at uh, for time's sake, the five most expensive repairs, and then why it makes sense then to have sort of an extended warranty on them. But let, let's start off. What's, what's the most expensive thing that um, an extended warranty would cover on an RV? Uh, well, you know, if, if you have a motorhome, obviously the big scary thing that I think most people uh, have a little bit of anxiety about is, is the engine. Engine and powertrain transmissions are extremely expensive as well. Um, I know a lot of our clients who are, you know, have plenty of money or, you know, they're financially well to do. Um, we do a lot of policies that are just cover those catastrophic type of failures. Because when you have an engine that's like forty to sixty thousand dollars, you know, d depending on the motorhome, like a lot of times when they do fail, like you get a cracked block or something like that. A lot of times you will have to completely replace the engine altogether. And you know, no matter what your financial situation is, I mean, that can be a really like kind of a, a catastrophic failure. You know, like we always have insurance. Like if your RV catches fire and you know you need to replace it. Um, you know, and actually a lot of loan companies, though, they, they won't allow you to have an RV without full coverage insurance because, you know, you can have those catastrophic failures. I mean, with a lot of the engines, you know, if you have a failure there, those can be 
catastrophic and you know you might still owe on your your, your motorhome and we've paid out a lot of claims you know that are you know 25 and 30 and even forty thousand dollars to completely overhaul an engine and um you know the, the, now it, this this isn't covered by the by the uh, manufacturer's warranty on the engine uh, typically, when you buy a brand new RV, you'll commonly go, you'll either get three to five years on the engine. Um, engine and transmission, typically, it's going to be between a lot of the diesel pushers, there'll be a five year uh, factory warranty. And then uh, if it's a gas engine, a lot of them will be three to five. And then you also have transmission uh, and then electrical around it. So, you know, when that manufacturer's warranty runs out, you definitely want to take a look at getting some type of coverage uh, for, for that catastrophic failure. Um, All right. There's also so, so this kind of that, that, uh, that are surrounded, because like there's, you have alternators, you have a lot of electronics around the engine that can also fail. But the, 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 big, the big most expensive one that people, you know, uh, have a lot of anxiety about are those catastrophic engine failures. And, um, you know, the engines are built built very well nowadays. The chances of failures are, are you know, they're, they're getting better. But, like, when they do fail, they're just so expensive. All right. So that's one common one. What is another? And that would affect just basically motorhomes. But how about, you know, whether it's a fifth wheel or uh, a big motorhome, what are some of the next uh, most expensive repairs that uh, you want to be aware of? Um, you know, I think a lot of a lot of them have to do with the, the slide outs because um, most most RVs do have some type of slide out system, and typically the bigger the slide out, the more difficult it can be to um, to fix and repair. And you know, like with the motors and figuring out all those tracks, it's um, it, it's a it's a huge challenge because a lot of times, you know. Uh, if you are handy, and some people try to figure these things out themselves, but with a slide out, <laughs> not me, not me, guarantee not me. I'm not that person at all either. I, I no, yeah, yeah. Especially when it like, but there are some things. It's like you know, maybe you can, maybe you can replace your stereo <laughs> or something like that, your receiver. But you know, like with RVs, with the with the big slide outs, they're just so heavy, and you you can't lift them up and. Um, it, it's what is the cost figure on that? Uh, what's the cost on fixing that? You know, and I always, I, I use a general, uh, yeah, it, a range. Slide, but you know, usually like, uh, um, typically about our, our averages range anywhere from about 1800 to about, you know, we've seen $5,000 repairs, uh, pretty wow. frequently on, on RVs, especially with the, you know, the bigger, the slide out. It can All be right. So we've, we've talked about engines. We've talked about slide outs. Uh, what's number three on the list of the, the most expensive repairs you don't want to have to make yourself? Well, you know what we're actually uh, seeing a lot more of? And it depends on your system. Is you know, have you, Are you familiar with those hydronic uh, Oh, yeah. 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 In-floor heat, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm really trying to learn more about them because they seem really cool. Uh, and I know that they have them in houses. You know, I was it's the same, same basic thing. It's the yeah. same basic thing, but you know, when we see these claims of you know of upwards of ten thousand dollars for failures, I'm like, wow, how can? <laughs> yeah, well, they the gotta floor? remove the whole floor. They have yeah, to pick right. it, almost take it down to the frame, yeah, to yeah. fix that. And you know, it was like, I'm, and I find it a really cool system, really fascinating and, and interesting way to heat the RV. Uh, but you know, the expenses on those is uh, can be extremely, extremely expensive and not all rvs obviously have those but that's the one that we always find on like the newer um sure. kind of, uh, higher end rvs 
Yeah. All right. So uh, how about number four? What's number four? Uh, you know, leveling jacks. We're seeing, um, you know, most people, you know, wherever you go. It's funny you it, say that because my RV is going in for repair tomorrow for leveling jacks. Oh, I had okay. a uh, piece of concrete bounce off from a truck ahead of me and it came underneath and it knocked one of my jacks off. Ah. So I'll find out. I'll let you know what the cost of that one is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so what are the average costs? And and I would imagine that's a fairly involved process too. Yeah, yeah, we've seen them. You know, uh, for for complete replacement, we've seen them any range from anywhere from about twenty four hundred dollars to about five thousand uh, dollars typically. And you know, sometimes when you have a jack go too, is like sometimes they no longer manufacture those jacks, so you'll have to replace the whole entire set. So that's some things that, oh, man, you know, you got to get the new, uh, entirely new system, especially on the older RVs. You know, so wow. that would be a little wow. bit of a challenge because, um, you know, these, these systems are pretty intricate, you know, and, and having them work all together. And then, you know, the computer systems that, are, uh, that they develop for them are really cool. Uh, but the challenge comes in, you know, on obviously re- replacing them or getting those items fixed as well. Well, that takes us to number five on our list, and we could keep going, but uh, we'll just hit with these most expensive. And what is the the next most expensive repair that we don't want to have to make? <laughs> and of course, I always I always use that disclaimer. It depends on your RV and what they have. Yeah. In it. But a lot of times, you know, those heating and, and, and uh, air conditioning s- systems. You know, especially when I deal with motorhomes, because it's kind of interesting. Typically, like with your air conditioner, you'll have three air conditioner. Uh, conditioners working together in, in a motorhome because you actually have your dash air that comes with the chassis and then usually you have the two um uh, you have one in the bedroom in the back or and then one in the in, in the front and they typically you know run by thermostats um and work in conjunction w- with each other so you know the systems get more and more complex now so we're seeing a lot of um uh heating and cooling and air conditioning units um and that actually could kind of we're kind of debating like five Five and six. The other big one, too, that we see is, like, it's either the air conditioning units or we're also actually running into a lot of refrigerator um, issues as well. Mm-hmm. Especially, I don't know if, you've, if you've, anybody's ever had their refrigerator um, uh, malfunction. A lot of times you just got to replace them. And the challenge with replacing those is you have to take out the windshield. Or you have to take out a door because <laughs> you know they kind of can't fit it in there. Yeah, yeah, they can't fit it in there. They kind of they, they put it in when uh, they put in the refrigerator and then build around it. Um, and usually you have to pop out you know some type of windshield to get those things out. And there's a lot of labor, a lot of um, challenges that come with uh, with replacing well, them. Because what's, have, a, what's a range then from a heater or a air conditioning unit? How 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 expensive can those get? Uh, you know, we see them at range from about you know twenty four hundred to five thousand dollars for um, uh, uh, for, uh, for for your actual heating uh, and air conditioning components. You know, we include furnaces in in that as well. Yeah. Um, you know, because like sometimes it, it depends on on how the system's wired wired together. And the interesting thing is, is it's it's so funny when I talk to people. They'll I always say, hey, I have you know they'll they'll say what kind of our like type of. Uh, component that they have in their RV, and they always want me to, you know, give them an idea because I, I should know on how much these things cost. 
But, like, I've been doing this all my life, and I'm still, like, the differences between the, the types of units can vary tremendously. And I'm always continually getting surprised by, wow, what's this, $10,000 for this? You know, I just start Googling the, the parts and stuff like that and figuring out, wow, you know, sure. it's like, <laughs> it's amazing how much things are cost to repair, and I'm continually being surprised by... Yeah, well, we're all surprised at how much these things cost now. They're, they're cost... So here's a question before we, we wrap it up. So we know the five, and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of link all these uh, in our show notes and in the description below our video. But um, so people have this question, do I get an extended warranty when I buy a new RV? Obviously, when I buy a used one, that's something I want to do. Uh, give us some general thoughts because you'll go to a dealer, and they'll mm -hmm. try and sell you one right there. Yeah. And we always urge people to shop around. Don't just listen to what they say. Tell us a little bit about that process. Yeah, yeah. I always suggest do your due diligence. You know, take a look at the contract. That's a big part of it. Um, but to answer your question is when you're buying it brand new, you know, what what we what we take into consideration and the manufacturer, uh, the warranty company takes into consideration is you're going to have factory warranty on that right off the bat. So let's let's go with the typical diesel motorhome, for instance. Uh, what you'll have is a one-year somewhat bumper-to-bumper -bumper coverage. I don't like that term because it doesn't cover your bumper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, it covers most everything on your RV. And then after that, like, if you might have a five-year policy on the engine and uh, a powertrain. And some of your items, you might have a generator that has a two-year warranty. You might have a refrigerator that has a two-year warranty. So each component ha might have separate warranties coming from their manufacturer. And if you buy it brand new, the cool thing is, is that you're kind of getting, you're on a level playing field with everybody else, and the warranty company takes into consideration your manufacturer's warranty, and you get probably the best pricing out there on a per year basis. So when your factory warranty expires, then the extended warranty kicks in. So I always like to tell people, let's just let them know that like, it's not like you're paying for things that you're not getting. They do take that in into consideration when you buy uh, the warranty. And you can wait till your factory warranty is about to expire. It just gets a little bit more expensive because you, you don't know. Because you don't know, because each appliance has a different warranty. Yeah. And, this, and, and they, you guys figure. So, so it does make sense for a new one. Does it make sense, um, and, and I don't want to uh, cast aspersions about dealerships, but they all seem to want to push a certain product all, all the time. So what advice do you give consumers when they're at the dealer and they're buying, they say, here's our extended warranty, what should the consumers say then? I always say, make sure you get a contract. Read through the contract and take a little bit of time and at least try to get some competitive pricing on that. You know, um, interesting thing is, is I started in this business actually setting up the dealerships with their warranty programs. And, you know, I, I don't, like you said, I don't want to like say that, you know, cast a, a negative kind of cloud on them or anything, but there is a little bit more of an incentive to try to get the absolute cheapest program. Because if you don't do the research, don't read the contract, don't look at the reviews, don't understand exactly what you're buying, or at least have some idea what you're buying, um, a lot of times they'll just default to the cheapest program and try to make the most money up uh, on the program because they, they typically don't see you after it's sold. Right. Um, so shop around. Now, what about, obviously, uh, when you're buying a used RV, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's from a private seller or from a dealer, uh, 
I think everybody says, well, that's what I want to talk about, an extended warranty. How, yeah. How, how does those work? With How are they priced? Are they priced according to the age? Or Give us a, a, a little education there. Yeah, yeah. So if you're, if you're pricing out a, a used RV, um, you know, obviously you can get it through the dealership, but we also sell, uh, we set up people with uh, the used policies as well. And we, we make sure that we do an inspection on it as well. So uh, another, like, kind of feature that you can get with a company like us or is that you, you do get a free inspection with it and sometimes you'll find things that might need a little bit of tweaking you can get from the dealership but that being aside you still should have a little bit of time you don't necessarily they'll try to say hey you need to buy here buy now um you do typically will have a couple days so at least try to get that that policy uh or sorry the actual policy so you can read through it and make sure that you understand exactly what is and also is not covered um there's different levels of coverage that they might uh offer you um if you want to know what the most like comprehensive policies are the term that you'll probably want to look for is exclusionary policies so uh exclusionary policies that means everything's going to be covered on your rv they have to specifically tell you what is not covered. Um, okay. And the reason that I think a lot of people like those programs uh, is because it's like when you take a look at a list of, of things that are covered, it's very difficult to go through your RV and say, okay, I have that. Is that on the list? Is I have that? Is it that? You know, like to, to check off everything that you have and everything that's on that list to make sure to, to understand what you're getting can be challenging. Uh, so the top level of coverage is always the exclusionary policy. I used to, uh, if, if, if you see videos of me like years ago, I used to say, hey, that's the, like, really, really push those policies because they are more comprehensive, the most comprehensive. But there's, there's some value to listed components as well, especially covering your engine and powertrain. If you just want to get that covered, you know, you get a list of your engine powertrain and, you know, maybe some braking systems, um, you know, chassis type of coverage. Sure. We call that catastrophic. So, but just making sure you understand the limitations of your warranty policy and uh, by reading that contract and, you know, maybe checking out reviews online and, you know, shop around. Definitely try to get some right. quotes out there. Last question, Jeff Shelton. Um, wholesale warranties. What does, what does, that's the name of your company. So yep. tell me a little bit about what that means and do you... I call you for, I'm buying an RV, do you then shop around to get the best rate? Uh, how does that work? What, yeah, why, so why should I call you guys? <laughs> well, yeah, that's what we do is we work as a broker. We, we sell more policies than any, anybody out in the country. So we're the largest uh, provider of direct to consumer uh, extended warranties. And um, what we do is we use a couple different companies. We've been in this, I've been in this industry over 20 years. Uh, and we, we've negotiated the lowest price and you know, that's what we, I, I called it wholesale warranties because that's what we do. We work directly with the, the, um, the various providers. And you know, when we offer you a policy, typically, you know, like we don't offer it because we are that company. We just, we really vet these things out to make sure that they have the kind of reputation that they want. That, that, that you're going to be happy with and, you know, the respect in the industry. And then also we want to make sure that we work directly with the claims manager. So if something gets denied and we feel that it should be covered, we want to make sure that we can actually go ahead and get that covered for you, call to the claims manager, work on your behalf to make sure that everything's covered uh, according to the policy and your expectations. 
You know, and also we Got want it. to set those expectations correctly and make sure that yeah. you, you know, we don't underpromise uh, or we want to underpromise and overdeliver. You know, we want to make sure that we're not that that there's a reasonable expectation to what exactly is and also is not covered. We don't we don't want to sell things with unrealistic expectations by any means. All right, Jeff Shelton, our guest from Wholesale Warranties. Uh, you have been one of our partners that we have recommended for years now, and they can find it on our RV Lifestyle podcast uh, page under Partners, and we'll put links in the show. Thanks for giving us an education about the things we don't want to have to pay for. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Good to see you again. Wow. Those are pretty expensive items he talked yeah, about. Yeah, pretty scary out there. It can be. It can be. But I guess that's really good peace of mind to have. Uh, yeah, if you want to get a check uh, on your uh, on your RV and what an extended warranty would uh, involve, uh, just we'll put a link there. We'll put the link in the description below, and you can find it in the show notes at rvlifestyle.com. So thanks, Jeff, uh, for that interview. Hey, when we come back, the questions of the week. When we're on a road trip, we always seem to find a way to stop at a Camping World Center. There are over 225 Camping World locations across the country, and there's always one close by when we need parts and accessories for our RV or just want to shop. In fact, uh, we have so much fun with uh, Camping World, and as we talk about it as one of our sponsors, they have agreed to offer a 10% discount if you use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you buy $99 or more in merchandise. You'll find everything you want from outdoor furniture and appliances, the ones you see us use in our videos and that we talk about here in the podcast. RV extras that include everything from camping chairs to fire pits, electrical accessories, must-have gadgets. Check them all out. And again, don't forget, use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you visit CampingWorld.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the RV Podcast, episode 384. Time now for the questions of the week. And again, if you have a question, you can send it in to us through our private email, Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. You want to take the first question? All right. This is from Savannah and Bernard. This is, hi, Mike and Jen. If uh, you were getting a new leisure travel van, like we are, would you choose to get the optional lithium batteries, or would you get them from a different company, another influencer who is adamant about not getting them from LTV? Well, all I can say is that uh, our lithium batteries have worked out just fine. And I don't know who this uh, person is who's adamant. I don't know what their credentials are. I don't know who they've had one. Uh, we can only speak through our experience. And we've had good luck. We've had more than good luck. They've yeah. been excellent. Uh, look, it's just simple logic tells you that it is better to have, I mean, anybody should know this, that it's better to have the original manufacturer install the batteries at the factory when they build your RV. I mean, that's just the logic. And um, second of all, we've had uh, lithium batteries, which we do recommend, uh, well, unless you're not going to do, if you're just going to be plugged in 100% of the time, then stay with AGM, save the expense. But and but if you want resale value on your RV, and if you want to do some boondocking, you really do want longer lasting lithium batteries. And uh, we've just had great luck with, with ours. Uh, I don't want to say luck, they just, uh, everything we have found on Leisure is quality. Um, they have, uh, they, the batteries have been excellent and I would not think of having someone else install them and not have, uh, you know, uh, if they didn't, if they couldn't put them in at the factory, yeah, I would, 
but since they now offer them as an option, I should explain, lithium batteries are expensive. So if you're trying to save money, maybe you can find somebody that can do them cheaper, but I can pretty much guarantee they're not going to be done as well uh, having somebody else install them as if you'd have the original manufacturer install them. And I think because we know, we're familiar with Leisure Travel Van, we know how reluctant they are to put anything on if it hasn't really been tested. They don't want trouble. They want you happy. They want nothing but smiles. So yeah. they put it on if they know it's going to work. Yeah, and the ones, the ones we have are Dragonfly, and Dragonfly is the uh, parent company of Battleborn Batteries. Battleborn's one of our sponsors, and you've heard us talk about how great their batteries are for a long time. Uh, they're probably the most popular brand, uh, consumer brand out there nowadays, so... Um, so I don't know who these other people were. There's 500 different RV, quote, influencers out there. We don't like calling ourselves that. <laughs> we're, just, uh, we're just telling you, we're just sharing the RV lifestyle with you. But, um, but our experience has been nothing but positive. All right, next question we have. Uh, this is one that comes from um, Martha. And she says, I was wondering if you guys have heard uh, anything about the service in campgrounds using the phone service Google Fi, and I would appreciate any help you can provide. Well, Google Fi is from Google, obviously, and it, it's, uh, it's actually been around a long time. It, it was originally known as Project Fi, uh, and it's a telecommunication service offered by Google that has had some very good reviews. Those who have it seem to really like it. Um, it provides telephone calls, text messaging, and a mobile broadband uh, system that uh, will work with mobile. If, if there is no Wi-Fi available, uh, then it will default to Wi-Fi if, if, uh, broad, if mobile isn't available. Um, it uses networks uh, from uh, T-Mobile and U.S. Cellular. That would be my one concern with them. The T-Mobile network and the U.S. Cellular network are somewhat limited in in our experience around the country. They're not nearly as robust as a Verizon or AT&T. Um, Google Fi uh, is made to run pretty much exclusively with Android phones. You, they do have some upgrades where you can use them with uh, with uh, Apple iOS, but it has to be the the brand new uh, version iOS 12 or higher. And you you have to access 5G when you're when you're doing it that way. And 5G, of course, is not available everywhere. So it's it's really, uh, despite what they say, it's it's pretty much Android specific. Although you can get it to work with some some tweaking with with iPhones. Um, you know, I, I oh, and if it doesn't work with uh, if your iPhone is is, is set for Verizon. Uh, or the old Sprint networks, those phones, it's not going to work with them either. So you really do need that Android phone. The price is pretty good. They sell, I think it's 60 bucks a month for a single line. Um, 90 bucks, at least the last time I saw it, they may change this every, you know, those rates change. But 90 bucks for two or three lines. And then it was an additional three, 30 bucks a month for a line. They do, I think they give you 22 gigabytes of high-speed data that you can use each month. Um, but then after that, they throttle you or slow you down. So if you're a real heavy user, um, you, you may want to consider, you know, not consider that. The thing that, that makes it kind of unique, though, is that if you're in, like in a park, um, it will default to the RV uh, 
Wi-Fi network, the park's Wi-Fi network. So it'll save you that data cost from the cell phone providers, the, the networks. And then when you're out of the park or if there isn't a good strong Wi-Fi that you're on, it'll use the cellular network. But that will kind of help you with your data plans because uh, you're sharing it with Wi-Fi and, uh, and the cellular plan. Um, I don't have it. I don't use an Android phone. Uh, back in my tech days when I was a tech reporter, I had an Android and an Apple, and I was playing with them all the time. It was really quite annoying, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but um, the people who like it, if you look at the reviews, they're very good reviews for it. Uh, so I hope that that helped with your with your question. Uh, appreciate it. And we love getting your questions. Just send them to us, Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. All right, that's this, uh, this week's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thanks to our, uh, our guests, uh, Jeff Shelton from Wholesale Warranties and educating us this week on uh, the, uh, the costly repairs that we may want to think about uh, having an extended warranty for. Um, some food for thought there. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you next week. Happy trails.